because at the end of the day, money is just a transaction. Money's here and money's gone tomorrow. Um, so uh, for me, success has now changed just through the highs and lows of life to being connected to who I really am and being connected to my meaning and my purpose in life. If I see that I don't want the energy, I automatically redirect to someone who is on my team. So you have to start having a, a good team to direct energy away from you that doesn't, that's gonna take away your focus from your intentions of what you want. And so something that happened to me when I was 15 years old, my mom became uh, mentally ill just overnight. And I was on my own since, I've been on my own since then. Um, I completely lost like my whole life that I had at that point. All right, everybody. I know they say this. We got a special episode of the Patrick Carr Show. Um, I get somebody here on the show uh, in my top 10. So as you guys know, I have a top 10 of people that I want to have on the show in the industry. Today, I get to mark off another person on that list as I've got Liz from Business 411. You guys know her today. We get a chance to get to know her a little bit more here on the Patrick Carr Show. Stick around, everybody. What's up, Liz? Hi, how's it going, Patrick? Good. So you are somebody that I, I have to admit, I've, I've got to make sure on this one that I watch every word. I've got to, <laughs> because you will correct me if I am wrong, okay? And you've got a person. In a nice and loving way. Yeah, you've got a personality that is absolutely dynamic. Um, people are gravitated towards you for years now. Who is Liz, though, like when the cameras are off and you're at home? Talk to me a little bit about who you are. Okay, um, so I'm very excited to be here and share a little bit about myself. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, so I would say I'm a very authentic person everywhere that I go. So there isn't necessarily a switch that I have to turn on and off. Um, the only thing is if I wanna talk to people or if I don't wanna talk to people. That's the only time that switches when I'm home. But I think my personality when I'm home is just as real as it gets. Um, I do like to write a lot. So I'm big into writing. Uh, if you've seen some of our manuals, some of our books, you could see. Um, I've written most of those myself, actually. You really write those yourself? Um, so about half of them I've written, and then about half our team has come together and written. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Okay, who am I when I'm not here? I'm a nerd. But then when you see me in person, you just don't know that I'm a nerd. So, I mean, when people see you in person, I, I had a chance to walk around a little bit with you earlier in this conference. You literally can't walk like three feet without somebody coming up to you and Liz, Liz, this and that. Like, how does that feel? I mean, it always hasn't been that way, but now you've grown successful companies and people want to attach themselves to Liz. How's that feel? Um, I would say that I think all of us work towards success and then when we accomplish what success looks like theoretically, we can get that kind of imposter syndrome. So it has happened to me before. I think the first, uh, it was one of the trade shows and it was the IRE in Vegas 2021. Okay. Um, I'm walking into it and I have like a huge case of the imposter syndrome. I literally leave the show and I go to my hotel room and I'm like, I can't talk to anyone anymore. I don't know what is happening to me, but I'm about to have a breakdown. And um, I didn't go back to the show or go to any of the events the rest of that day because I felt very disconnected and it didn't feel like 
my life anymore because I had worked. So I was so used to having to walk into the room and introduce myself and find someone I want to talk to. But then that first show where it really just kind of came to life and came together um, was very intimidating for me. And I had to work through those feelings and emotions for sure. You still have that today? No. I mean, now I, uh, I really have focused on money follows attention. If people don't know who you are, they can't work with you. So I've had to conquer that. Um, naturally, believe it or not, I used to be an introvert. Really? <laughs> yes. You? Yes, yes. Naturally an introvert. Um, and I forced myself into being an extrovert through networking. What's it like working for you? Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of, you got different, you got your hands in a few different things. So first, yeah. what do you got your hands in? Like, you got Business 401, but there's more than that. You got the podcast I see you on. Yeah. You guys going to be doing the podcast here? We don't have the podcast going here. Um, we just wanted to be intentional about our time okay. and spend it with other people. But, um, so I have Business 411. I have Marketing 411. Um, I'm an investor in a few different companies uh, in the SaaS, SaaS space. Uh, I consult for man a couple manufacturers, um, and I have equity in just a couple different ventures just through my consulting. Um, and it's I'm still building. Uh, honestly, I'm at the starting point right now. I feel right. like I'm starting. <laughs> yes. I mean, a lot of people would say that your start is maybe a finish line for a lot of people. Yes, I, I, I can agree with that. So then that leads me to another question for you. What does what does success look like for Liz? Like as you as you look at it, if you're saying this is a starting point, then what is the ending point? Yeah. So when I was first starting out, my first goal was I wanted to have a million dollar company by the time I was 25 years old. And once I hit that goal, I went through a very like depressive point because I had what I wanted business wise, but personally I hadn't accomplished what I wanted, which was to have a family, to have you know something uh, more meaningful in life. Because at the end of the day, money is just a transaction. Money's here and money's gone tomorrow. Um, so uh, for me, success has now changed just through the highs and lows of life to being connected to who I really am and being connected to my meaning and my purpose in life and stop worrying about what, what, how much money I have or what companies I'm in. It's more of what is good fit for my life and my energy right now. Interesting. So it changes on a day-to-day -day basis. What about your hair? Does it change uh, almost. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> I, I want to know this about you. What do people not realize about about you? Like, you like when I when I spend time with you and like people go out with you. There's such a there's such a draw to who you are as a person. People love being around you. It's contagious. All right. They want to be around who you are as a person, as a woman, as a leader. But what do people not realize about Liz? What's a misconception, or what do they not know about you that I think they'd be surprised to know? Oh, well, that's uh, putting me on the spot there. I really, I have to think about I'll that I'll for a second. One thing I didn't know about you. Yeah. So I saw this person, you know, and I remember the Reva conference. I see you get up there and you do the MC thing, which I had to do a few months later. And boy, is it ever difficult to do mm. an MC work. Because you're basically just, you know, you're trying to transition, do all this. And I'm looking at your social media and, you know, you got your son on there. Mm. And you're a mom, it seems like, first. Yes, I am. And... Like, but no one sees that. They just see this okay. business 411 person who is so strong and all this, you know, is it always that way? I guess I'm looking for like, what is? Yeah. So actually, okay. I'll tell you a little bit more about my, I guess we're going to get personal yes, here on, on the Patrick Carr show. Um, so I wake up every morning with 
literally my son in my arms. Um, if I'm home, I'm very privileged and I'm very grateful. And I'm very intentional about my time with my son. I end my, after I drop him off at school, I go to work and I take care of what I need to do. I'm done with work by three. If I'm at home by three o'clock, I'm done because that's my time with my son and to mold him into the person he's becoming. Um, I love being a mother. It is probably, if I could, and that's why that's one of the reasons why I did not feel like, uh, like I was successful before is because I wanted to have more kids very, very bad. Um, but yeah, if I could, I would have like 10 kids. Like I'd be like TJ Ware, like out here <laughs> with a bunch of kids. <laughs> I, would, I would not mind that at all. It just ha hasn't been in the cards for me. Yeah, I hope it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the misconception then would be, hey, listen, it's always business for Liz, right? Uh, the misconception would be Liz uh, would be happy having a lot of kids, and <laughs> the reason she works so hard is because she does. She only has one, and I have a uh, split custody with his my son's father, um, and I think having such a good relationship with my son's father allows me to have. Uh, my son has a really, really good life. I asked him the other day because we have 50-50 custody. If I don't have my son, I'm on the road. Uh, I can't bear to be home if he's not there. That's actually one of the reasons why I travel and start doing consulting. If he's not home, I don't even want to be at my house. I'm just like, I want to leave. I don't want to be here. Oh. So the probably the misconception would be that I travel and then like I'm a mom second. It's like I travel because I, I miss my son so bad when I'm home that I have to leave. So listen, if you feel like Liz is a competition for you, <laughs> then just find Liz somebody and <laughs> get her a family, and she can move out of the picture and do something else. If you don't like what she does, just find that person for Liz right now, okay? Um, Matchmaking.com. Yeah. So there we go. That's what we're doing here on the D. Patrick Carr Show. Just comment below, and we'll be set to go right here. Um, so I, I got to ask you this. I mean, why do all this? I mean, first of all, I think that most people in my audience are going to know who you are and they've seen your face, okay? Yeah. So... I really want to know this. Why do all this stuff, business 401, marketing, if you're a consultant, only roofer, adjusting? I mean, like, you name it, your hands and stuff. Why? Like, why not just do business 411 yeah. and be cool with it? What, what, what? <coughs> so I want to share something that happened to me when I started telling people about my dreams. Huh? Um, when I started business 411, actually, I'll take it a step, for, te a step more back. Um, I, I had no choice when I got into the roofing industry but to become successful. And I had a deep commitment to myself and to my dreams and to my vision that I was going to make it out. Um, I'm a first-generation American. My, my grandfather my family were political prisoners in Cuba. And I have a responsibility that you cannot even imagine. Um, I mean, everybody has their own sets of responsibilities, but it's, it's so much pressure that not doesn't come from the roofing industry it comes from being the first person in my family to even have some type of career um, and so something that happened to me when I was 15 years old my mom became uh, mentally ill just overnight and I was on my own since I've been on my own since then um, I completely lost like my whole life that I had at that point and uh, since since then I really have always tried to figure out how can I make it forward and every time I make it forward how can I help the next person as quickly as possible because we always feel like okay this has to be 
this huge goal in order for me to give back or to to help other people i have to have one million bajillion dollars and that's not true it's not even anything to do with money it's believing in other people so everyone that i work with is someone that i believe in that's why i have so many companies is believing in others and believing in myself we're going to get you right back to that podcast with liz but first i want to introduce you to my friend ethan babb an attorney in melbourne florida Let's be honest, if you are a homeowner or you are a contractor, you may have to deal with an insurance company who doesn't want to do the right thing. And when that happens and a claim is denied or underpaid, or you're just not sure you got the right deal, you need a first party claims attorney who has your back and that guy is Ethan Babb. He covers again, the entire state of Florida, defending homeowners against carriers who don't do the right thing or helping contractors with homeowners and they feel like they got the raw end of the deal. If you fall into that and you're looking for someone who can be on your side with litigation, with representation, that is gonna go in and help you out and get you what you need on an insurance claim, you contact Ethan Babb. His information is right across the bottom of the screen here. Tell him Patrick sent you and you will not be disappointed. Now back to this podcast with Liz. I just think that it's very undervalued how much, I don't know, we all struggle with something, Liz, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, you got all these companies and stuff, and I guess I look at you in a different way, that I see this person that I want to know there's a, a weight on your shoulders that you carry around because mm-hmm. you carry it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you walk around and people and your your Instagram and all this different stuff, and it's, it's it's so I'm gonna say light. Let's put it that way. Mm. But behind the scenes, there's, you know, behind the camera when it turns off, there's probably a lot that weighs on you. Yeah. I mean, you got all that in the past plus what you have right now. Damn, man, yeah. that's gotta that's gotta weigh heavy, right? Yeah. I I mean, I don't want to cry here, but uh, definitely I would say it's uh, very tough, um, and that's why you have to, I have to be so positive and optimistic because if I wasn't. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. If I, if you ever are in a space where you give in to that heaviness, it will weigh you down completely. And I have gone through some really, really dark times because of that. Uh, but I'm grateful that I'm very into my spiritual journey of my life, and that helps me. That helps me be able to not have to have a switch that I turn on and off. I just could be free, and I could be present, and I could be in the moment, whether I'm being a mom whether I'm being a business owner, whether I'm networking, whether I'm saying hi to my friends in the industry, I could just be present. I'm struggling with that lately, being present. Mm-hmm. Um, people tend to pull you in different directions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find that more often than not, the directions they pull you in are for their benefit mm-hmm. and not for your own. Mm-hmm. And you give somebody an inch, they'll try to take a mile. Mm-hmm. And do you find from your perspective that it's one of those things where you're like, I don't know, you got your guard up a little bit? Do you ever, like, I feel that way because everyone wants a piece of the attention, mm-hmm. as you say. And then I, I've got to relegate that to why do they want it? Yeah. And 90% of the time, 99% of the time, it's not because they really like Patrick Carr. Yeah. It's that they want something. Yeah. And I understand that's business, but damn, like, that fucking gets to me sometimes. Like, yeah. you don't really like me, you yeah. just want something. Yeah. Um, and eventually that just kind of weighs on somebody, you know? Yeah. I think I'll, the, what I'll explain is I think I have a little bit of an edge that kind of keeps that out. Like people kind of know that I'm very spicy 
And um, I'm definitely not known for my peaceful energy, even though I have a very positive energy. I wouldn't say like I'm like kumbaya, everyone, let's be friends. Like let's, uh, that's not. I don't put that message out because I don't want to receive that energy. You have to be very intentional about what energy you receive, and that's what allows you to be. That's what allows me to be present. Because if it doesn't align, if your energy doesn't align with me, I won't even come on your show. But because you and I are in alignment because of who you are and your values, I, I want to be intentional to be here. So that's more of what it is. Instead of just letting people come towards me, I'm intentional about who I attract to me. Um, and that, that's a filter. It's a, it's a practice that's happened over time. If I see that I don't want the energy, I automatically redirect to someone who is on my team. So you have to start having a, a good team to direct energy away from you that doesn't, that's gonna take away your focus from your intentions of what you want. I think there's a lot of people out there that they, they have a great company and yet they, they hate it mm -hmm. because they have a terrible culture. Mm -hmm. and they don't know why. Like there are people who own companies and I've been a victim to this myself. Yeah. And then you realize you're not even enjoying the company itself because it's selling but the people there just don't align with who you are as a person mm -hmm. um, that's a shitty feeling right there when you're like damn you know I'm, I'm making sales we're doing good things but I'm not enjoying that and there's no joy in it yeah um, like I think that we, we tend to overlook the joy of running a business sometimes there should be some joy in life to be to doing all this um, I, I, I really think when it comes to having your team and the culture within your business, that has to be, uh, actually, actually to touch back on what you had asked, what's, what's it like to work for me? I walk into my office and I hug every single person that works for me. I tell them, hi, how are you? I literally give them my undivided attention for, it's very rare that I get to actually be in my office, but I will be intentional about listening to them and actually listening to how they are doing. And um, being there present with them allows me to have a good connection. And so we do things like we have lunch together once a week. Um, we have a daily team meeting. And on top of that, I celebrate all of their wins pretty continuously. Since I'm not in available to just be there whenever, I am intentional about if they did something well, if they need encouragement. Um, and then also knowing when to be disciplined. And my love language is words of affirmation. So. I would you enjoy just compliment me all day. I would enjoy you walking into the office and being like, Patrick, I'm really proud of what you're doing over there, you know? Yeah. I just want that. I want those words of affirmation. It's yeah. all that I want, Liz. Yeah. So I, but I'm serious <laughs> in that people, like, the words mean something to people, especially yes, I agree. coming from you. And that's that's important that you still take that time, even though your hands are in, in so much. And I, one thing about you is your company, same people are here. They mm. start with you and they don't leave. I've seen you at a dozen, con half a dozen conferences. Same people. Yeah. They love. I mean, it seems like you guys have a great culture, and that's really special. We have a lot of love. I, I this is. I know it's gonna sound kind of weird, but and it's not. I think a lot of people's core values for their business, but ours is love. Um, and I love my people. I will tell everyone in my office, I love you. Like. I have some new employees that started it, and I could tell they were uncomfortable because as I'm leaving my office, I say, I love all of you guys. And then you hear my employees, love you too, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> and the new people are like, what the hell are we walking into here? But it's, um, and then I have even like one of my employees, he calls me mom again. And it's just because I care about him so much that he's like, you're like a, another mother to me and <laughs> we're the same age. Um, so I think uh, that core value of love allows us to stay united 
Um, but yes, pretty much who people started me from the beginning are still with me today. And loyalty is everything. I'm loyal to. I'm loyal, so I expect loyalty. See, we, we just got a bit of that. You see that last part right there? Mm. That's the attitude. That's a little bit of that Liz factor right there. I expect <laughs> loyalty. <laughs> that's, see, you can see it right there, folks. Uh, that's where it comes I'll, from. I'll give you loyalty, uh, but, <laughs> but I'm going to ask for it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close by saying this. Mm. My core values, somebody asked me this the other day about my company and some marketing guy. He said, what are the core values of your company? And I said, I have one core value. Don't be a dick. <laughs> um, there you go. If you're doing anything in this company and yeah. you're going to do it, then just don't be a dick doing it. Yeah. Be a good person and follow your gut. Yeah. I feel like that if you can do that, then you know what? Most things are going to turn out pretty damn well. Mm -hmm. Just don't be a dick. Mm -hmm. So that's how we're going to end it right now with Liz. <laughs> All right. Hey, I appreciate you stopping by. Thank Liz. I want to give I want to give the listeners a little bit, maybe something they haven't heard from you, you know, yeah. um, because frankly, I think that they've seen you. They know what you do. Um, anybody in the blue collar trades, but. I have an immense amount of respect for you. I have for a long time, and uh, I continue to. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, if you guys ever want to, I mean, I would love to do a, another episode where we talk a little bit more about some of the uh, deep diving a little bit more on some of the things that we brushed on. But I think we can do it outside of the Patrick Carr show. You know, it'll be the Liz for Biz show. Well, start with you know, <laughs> you do so much. and I, I want to get back <laughs> to doing that. What I really want to give people is, listen, Liz, what I want you to take away from this mm. is that, you got a good person here who knows the industry and, you know, is good people that we endorse on this show people that if you buy their product and you work with them, that I feel comfortable knowing I can put my name behind it. Yes. Um, and that's it. And so I want to give you guys a little bit of a glimpse right here of and the reason I wanted to do it this way, of who the hell Liz actually is and why we endorse the person, not just the product. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's important. That means a lot. Um, because I know your products are good and your writing is on point great that's cool but really and truly the person behind it matters more to us here as we tell the story of businesses and if you ever need help this is a person you can trust mm -hmm. we put our name behind it and uh i appreciate taking the time thank you thanks everyone thank you all right thanks so much for watching that video and sticking around till the end if you like what you saw go ahead and click subscribe make sure you punch that like button and we look forward to seeing you on the next video